The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Are indeed banned from the sideline if you're an NFL personnel person. Or, or like, again, there are many local people who wear these things. Um, why? What were you doing? If you look at the phone closely, too, the the Washington logo, it's a Washington football team logo, too. It's not the commander's one. And also, you see, too, he's doing the motion where it looks like he's zooming in, as if he's, like, zooming in well, on the play card there. If, if he was texting Jack Del Rio, it made no impact. Well, rather, whether or not, like, there's good cheating and bad cheating, but yeah. cheating is cheating. Yes. It went, well, like, and I saw someone in Twitch say that, like, whether it worked or not, Oh, absolutely. Uh, or, or you still have to look into these things. And I'm not I'm I don't know what it was, but it just looks odd. And yeah. and the NFL in today's world, especially with gambling being legalized, you you have been the one who have been who has been on top of this. You cannot afford to have anything um full disclosure on everything. Yeah, full yeah. transparency. You can't have this stuff happening. You 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 can't have any sort of cheating going on. You have to be have everything on the up and up. So if this is being captured, you have to look into it. I would hope that the NFL will be transparent. I will hope I would hope that the Bears have seen this. I would hope that the Bears like Phil Jackson always used to say that he would submit some tape of blown calls and would send it into New York. I would hope the Bears would take this footage and send it to the league office. I agree. And I would like to hear what the, the, the league office would say. Has anyone else seen this? And what are your thoughts? 312-332-3776. I think the only acceptable action of recourse here is that the commanders need to send the Bears either their first overall pick next season, the first round pick, yes, or Montez Sweat. I think that's a good deal. One or the other. That would be fair. Right? Not really, but it sounds mean, not good. really. It's not fair. But you it, hate it the sounds bears? Great. It sounds great. It's what, not you hate fair. the bears? I wouldn't call that fair. No, I as I'm judging. Do you think Chase Young what, needs to be added? As I as I'm as I'm uh, trying Allen? to decide what the would entire, be fair punishment. The entire commander's defensive line needs they to come play they for didn't the didn't do much against us. Last I trust night. I trust that Eberflus can get them right. Give us a pass rush. It can't be worse, right? I guess yesterday was good. Five sacks. So, the, so you think no one on the commander's line could play for the Bears? No, no, I think they all could. <laughs> I think they all could. By the way, yesterday's ratings, I don't know if you saw this, Mike uh, McCarthy, uh, who works, I think it's for front office sports, uh, posted that yesterday's prime stream of the Bears win against the commanders averaged nearly 12 million viewers, 11.72 million viewers. That is up 21% over last year's Colts and Broncos game, according to Nielsen-only figures. It is Amazon Prime's fourth straight week of double-digit viewership increases of Thursday night football year over year. I'm assuming everybody watched it on Fox, right? I, 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 I wasn't sure. I oh, did. I'm when an I idiot. Got, when I got home. I'm like, an idiot. I like, watched it on the stream because I no, forgot. I yeah, when See, I got I, home, I was out at Hooters hanging out with a bunch of Bears fans. When I got home for the fourth quarter, I was watching it on the Fox affiliate. See, I'm not sure. I was, so I was coming home from downtown, and as I was drawing closer, I, I, ta- I, I called my wife and I said, can you do me a favor? Because a lot of times, to, for me to get onto Prime, it takes like a th- yeah. there's like a couple of minutes to get through 
Comcast and everything to set up. I go, can you have the television set up for me? Because I was starting, I got home right as the fourth quarter was starting. And I didn't want to miss anything. So she had the television for me ready to go. She had a, and she had, a, it, was very, it was very nice too. She had a bag of pretzels and something else on the, uh, the, the, uh, it was your suitcase with all of your clothes in it. No, it wasn't. And, uh, like, something naughty? It was Mm. like, no, like snacks right on the table, right next to the couch with the television on, ready to go for me. A warm lotion. I didn't know because the way he was like being. Warm lotion? You were being, you were kind of obfuscating what the actual, uh, you were like, and something else. This other thing over here. I think they were, it was the uh, pretzel rods and it was, um, Pretzel nuggets with the peanut butter inside. <laughs> That's an assortment of pretzels. What is it? Pre- it is yeah, a I'm a pretzel pre- guy. Okay, good. What kind of beverages? Because those can get salty. I had, I had water. Okay. It was too late to start drinking. It's never too late to start it's, drinking. It's too late. I got home at nine, whatever, and the first thing I did was opened up a bottle of Cabernet. Did you really? Yes. <laughs> it's like 9.35 or 9.40. I can't believe I suffered through the stream last night. I could have been watching it on Fox. Yeah. Ugh. I so did notice that, too, because then I went upstairs and my wife had Fox on. And I'm like, oh, was the game on Fox, too? Yeah, it was. See, you, you called her because you knew it was going to take you two extra minutes to actually right. get to the stream. Well, that lag sometimes no, you're can be right. frustrating. And sometimes the stream, it'll go in and out a little bit from time to time. I can't believe I Who's forgot. Who's watching Amazon Prime? Is it Allie? Is it Mark? Is it Mason? Who's on Amazon Prime? Well, Mason was and upstairs throwing things, that, yeah, throwing things was, around did, the house. Did they show you a replay on Fox of DJ? Jay Moore stepping out because they didn't on Amazon Prime. I don't, I, I think it's the same. No, feed, it is. Though. It is. It I is know. I was annoyed. Were you guys annoyed by that? I was annoyed that they didn't show it again, and they immediately I mean. went to break, and they didn't come back with it. I know. I think that that is like for what you're paying. Yes. And wasn't was that third quarter though? So was I think I, w- I was listening was. on the no, radio. It, yeah, so you missed it then, Sylvie. It was the third quarter when DJ Moore stepped out of bounds. But there was no definitive you have to view show that re- review. You have that, to. It looked like he scored a touchdown, and that's the one where he got very animated yes. because he didn't think that he, he stepped out. That's bad television. Yes. That's bad TV. Call out. We're calling out. It's not his fault. Herbie actually released a, a statement about it on Twitter. He Herbie. said, speaking for me personally, I was so locked in on the throw versus soft coverage and DJ getting another opportunity to make a big play after the catch that my attention was on his physicality and burst and didn't see it was that close to him staying in bounds. That's on me. I apologize. Field goal on that drive made it 30-14. to 14. Pride myself on seeing it all. Missed it being that close on the push out of bounds. It Collinsworth be, wouldn't have missed it. it. But I don't know. Is that really on Herbie? No, it's not. No, that's, Herbie. that's kind of me from the director's truck. Yeah. Yeah. yeah coming I don't know. from the truck. That's why I'm like, Herbie? Why, why is just Herbie? taking one for the team. It's a good teammate right there. It is. But I guess, don't you think, I guess, like the good color analysts, the guys who are, you know, in those A crews, they probably, when they go to break, a lot of them are telling Say, the I truck. I need a replay. Yeah. And, you know, that kind of is the. Like the impetus to for the truck to get, get after it. If you're doing that game, you're that's probably you're right, Mel. Your thought is 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 like when you go to break. Hey, you know what? Can we re-see that? Because a the player yes is demonstrative about going out of bounds, and and b I think he didn't go out of bounds. So maybe we should look at this again. Also, uh, look at us—a bunch of uh, high-powered yeah, television like, executives, all of us. Here's uh, here's the poll question too, brought to you by your local Chicagoland Toyota dealer. Has Justin Fields arrived? 
It's very black and white. There's no nuance in the poll question. There can be nuance here on the show. So if you want to weigh in on it, 312-332-3776. It's, it's divvied up this way with 3,200 votes. Yes, getting 60.2% of the vote. No, getting 39.8% of the vote. Fields putting two really good games together. After really him looking like, uh-oh, we have ourselves a quarterback issue with a lack of progress, uh, with a lack of processing, with sometimes the accuracy not being where it should be at this point, and things now starting to look better. Just goes to show you that every week is like a lifetime in the National Football League. Of course League. it is. And it could change next week yes. against the Vikings. Yep. Or maybe he could put three in a row together. Uh, let's go to Austin on the south side. Austin, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Austin? What's up, fellas? Peace, peace. Hey. Just was a couple things, man. First and foremost, reverence to Dick Buckus, Chicago legend. No way can you grow up in Chicago with a name like Dick Buckus and not be <laughs> tough as nails. Yeah, you <laughs> have to. You're right about that. <laughs> yes, sir. Reverence. But, man, glad to see the fellas win yesterday. Uh, I was concerned, though, about those Darnell Mooney drops and wanted to uh, take on that, see what Water was thinking from a receiver perspective. I, Another Chicago legend. I didn't see any drops, Austin. i got to be honest with you. I, I, I saw they, they couldn't find a, a way to connect, but I didn't. I didn't see any drops. And again, as I've always said to Justin's credit, he's the first one to tell you that, hey, that's on me. Um, mm. I thought the first one, that ball should have been thrown a little bit flatter. The other one was outside his, his – I mean, they'll, they'll work this out because Mooney has yeah. to be a bigger part of the passing game. But Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I have, a, I have a wide receiver bias. There's no question about it. But I didn't see either one of those. As or any of the throws, honestly, as drops from. Can, can I ask you guys a question? I meant to bring this up earlier about Butkus, and, and it was in an article. Why doesn't Dick Butkus have a statue anywhere? I don't know. In, in the town where we have statues for everybody, why? And I know it took forever even to get a Walter Payton statue, but at, at one time he was the poster. Uh, the poster boy for the NFL. Yeah. And one of the greatest athletes in Chicago history. I would hope when they build the new stadium. And a homegrown guy. I would like to see like maybe a linebacker statue where you have like Butkus, Singletary, Erlacher yeah. as the middle linebacker statue. Maybe, maybe like one in front of the other. Like, as they came in a timeline. Yeah. Or something like that. But at the very least, like Butkus deserves his own. Now, he does have a statue down at U of I. They did one back well, that's, that's in... No, no, I know, I know. In 2019, he's they did from, one. He's from here. He's one of the greatest Bears ever. I mean, like, it took them long enough to retire his jersey in 1994. Nobody could get their jersey retired to, anymore to begin with. Like, let's make some statues. Let's do the some statue like, stuff. Like, least, they make statues for everyone on the south side. Let's get some statues for Dick Butkus, at least. Get a Butkus statue outside of the raid. I only need one. I don't need more than one. I mean, statues, I think one is good. Okay. I mean, if you want to make multiple ones, I'm not going to object to it. But An I certainly army believe of there's Butkus one. statues. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Joe in Evanston, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Joe? Hey, hi. Um, hey, I just wanted to mention one more thing about Butkus. I, I haven't heard it mentioned in... 
anybody else, anywhere else on all the stories I've heard. He actually caught a point after touchdown, which won the Bears a game back, I don't know how many years ago. I remember that video's been going around for a while. And the one other thing I saw in that game, he either recovered a fumble or intercepted a pass, and he's running it back, and he got called for hurdling, and it's the only time I've ever seen that penalty called. Oh, I mean, what's since. hurdling? Hurdling. You know hurdle somebody? Yep. Yeah. And he got called for hurdling in that game on that play, too. Figures you wouldn't know what hurdling is. Jumping another player on the ground. Why? I don't know, but it was he got called no, for it. No, I want to know why I wouldn't know what hurdling is. Because your, your feet, feet don't, don't get off the ground. I'm surrounded by great athletes, right. Uh, I, I never heard that as being called a penalty. Probably They when probably changed stop? the rule. Yeah, they probably changed the rule, That's I would bet you. That's the silliest rule I've ever heard in my entire life. And look, did you guys go back and watch any highlights of him? Because I definitely... Oh, man, oh, they're yeah. all over Dude, the place. It, it's, it's There's awesome. like a 15-minute one. I know. There's so many good ones. And I just love, like, he never... Like, as much as he's punishing everybody who he's tackling, he's never getting blocked. He's just, you know, like a matador out there, Olay, just stepping to the side. And that's like one of those things where... Him? No, of course not. But, like, it's one of those things where it's just so cool to go back and watch some of those highlights. I love listening to some of the greats. John Facenda. Talk, talk about him oh, in, yeah, in yeah. a reverent manner. I want to hear some of the how quotes. how scared they were. Of him. Hembo sent me some of the quotes. Um, if I had a choice, I'd sooner go one-on-one with the grizzly bear. That's former Green Bay Packer running back MacArthur Lane said. I prayed that I could get up every time Butkus hit me. Here's what Jim Brown said in his autobiography, Out of Bounds. Cleveland running back Jim Brown wrote that Butkus was unequivocally out of control, the ideal linebacker. He also noted that no middle linebacker ever did it better than Butkus. When football players sit around, discuss guys they admire, they talk about Butkus. Football is hitting. Butkus was the ultimate hitter. Like, And this is, this is what it was. Butkus played with the ferocity uh, of an angered animal. He was mean. That was from George Allen. There's some great. There was Deacon Jones had some really good comments. I saw on a tape. It's my just, fa- my favorite one that I saw yesterday. This was this is it. This is the perfect quote about Dick Butkus. Is there a place to hide out around here? Dick Butkus, Christ, he's the only guy that's ever, I guess, intimidated me on a football field. O.J. Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you said on a football field, right? Yeah. That was the quote. Yeah. Dick is... Buckus was a grown-ass man. How about from Playboy? In October 1971, Playboy magazine described Butkus. Quote, he's the meanest, angriest, toughest, dirtiest son of a bitch in football. <laughs> An animal, a savage, a subhuman. How great is that? I, what we're like, listen, I, I, all I ever heard about him off the field, especially, you know, years after he played was he was just a sweetheart of a guy. Like, I, I don't, I don't have a lot of, you know, information on like kind of how, how he was off the field. Like he, he'd been in, Did you in LA forever. Oh yeah. I've met him, uh, you know, on a number of occasions. Well, well, Didn't I mean, know I him don't well. Know. We did lunch with a legend yeah. with him. I don't know right. why I even asked you that. I know. But, I mean, we met him a couple, I mean, I met him a couple times. I didn't know him well, but like he had spent the majority of the last several decades out in, in Malibu, right? right. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. When was his last, when were the last years he was in the booth? I mean, that was late a crowded... 80s, late, it wasn't it him and Jim Hart? 
I want to say Butkus, Jim Hart, Wayne Larravee. Yeah, I it was I, it was a three man booth. You're I right. I thought he Sylvie. was still in there, like when Hub became part of it. Was no? he? I thought it was like Hub and Wayne and Fensick and oh wow and Butkus. I would thought I may be okay, wrong, maybe. but but was Butkus on the radio call for the for the uh, Super Bowl? I don't the, think the win so. In I think he was gone by then. It says uh, no. Yeah, he was radio there. Radio in eighty five to eighty nine. Yeah, okay. eighty five to eighty nine. Right. right. Yeah, it was, and he was very similar to Santo in the way he did the games. Yes, a lot, a lot of ooing and eyeing, and and cheering, and it was great. He had a, a hell of a run in Hollywood too. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. It like if you look at his IMDb, he's like. All over, yeah. like all these uh, television shows in the seventies and eighties. Well, don't remember he re- don't forget he re- he retired at such a young age because of his knee injury. Right, he only played what was it eight years, nine seasons, nine. Yeah. nine. I think he was the youngest player enshrined into the Hall of Fame at thirty six years old. He was the youngest for any defensive player in history. He also never missed a down of any of the play. Like in his nine seasons, he didn't miss a down. He played mm. every single down he was uh, available for. Uh, Mark in LaGrange, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Mark? Hey, fellas. Uh, I was just calling to let you know that I actually saw the, the play happen where it was five minutes and 23 minutes, five minutes and 23 seconds left of the second quarter. I rewound it to see if I was like, I was like, that couldn't have been what I saw. So then I snapped it with my phone, and I have the picture of it, and sent it to all my buddies. And they're like, "That is ridiculous. That guy should be, you know, fired." I mean, he he's got the Washington logo on it. It's crazy, but yeah, it was uh, something that shouldn't happen, and I don't know how it was I allowed. A, I, I do hope that they they check it out. I mean, right. you and can't I, have this happen. I hope a reporter. I don't think he was asked. I didn't know this before Eberflus was on with us. If I did, I would have asked him about it. Uh, I hope someone asks Eberflus about this on Monday when they get back to work. Um, For sure. Uh, because the, it, 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 you cannot have this. Whether like I know the joke's going to be, well, obviously it didn't work for the commanders, but you can't have this, and it can't be not. a joking matter. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not. The, the severity of the, the situation isn't affected by whether or not, you know, it helped the commanders. The fact that the guy was there with the phone is the issue. Uh, Evan in Wisconsin, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Evan? Hey, how's it going, guys? We're good. Uh, so I guess my question is kind of a two-parter, and uh, I'm surprised I hadn't thought of this question before, but, you know, since we were playing the Commanders last night, it came up. Uh, like, I know for possible guys to replace Blues have been, like, circulating, like, obviously Harbaugh is one of them, but I'm surprised that people haven't really, at least to my knowledge, haven't been naming Eric Bianemi as a as a possible replacement. So I guess one of my questions is: Do you guys see that as a possibility? And if not, like, uh, what what do you think Blues has to continue doing? Uh, whether it's winning a certain amount of games or something other than wins, what does Blues have to keep doing to end up saving his job after this season? Thanks, guys. Thank you, Evan. Um, I think if there's a job opening at Hallis Hall, that Eric Bieniemy would definitely be a candidate to be mm-hmm. interviewed for sure. Uh, whether or not there will be a coaching change, what needs to transpire, I think you'll know. I mean, you'll watch the season and you'll know whether or not it's even a possibility. I would say right now, 
despite our fantastic uh, exchange with him at 2.10 today, I believe it was. And I'm sure you can listen to that later when you have time. He got Dr. Letter grade, though, because of his cell phone. Uh, I would still say he is swimming upstream with regard to job security. Yes, indeed. Yes. But like, you know what? Hey, listen, our motto has been whether it's Justin after and the entire offense and Luke Getty after the first three games or the head coach now after five games. Change the narrative. You got an opportunity. We talked about this on the air, right? About George and. Kevin Warren hugging guys as they came brought, into the I, locker yes, room. Yes, I said that, that that I had heard that in Washington last night when they were coming off the field that there were a lot of hugs that were being given out by the owner and the president. And I'm only saying this half kidding because I think there's some truth in this. I believe that the hugs, too, had something to do with, thank goodness we don't have to even think about having to fire our coach during the long weekend. Like, so do you think they were thanking them uh, well, for making their decision well, well, that, that, that wasn't like I didn't think that it was going to happen even if they lost. Nor did I. But now that wasn't even a part of the equation, like thank goodness this isn't even on our radar now thanks to us scoring 40, winning decisively, and, ooh, thank God we could take a breath. I, I, I believe that. Yeah, I don't believe that they will revisit that concept at all throughout the course of the remainder of the year either. Now, like well, losing 15 in a row and going 0-5 is a one-time thing. Right. You know what I mean? And that ends it. Yes. So I think going into a 10-day off period would have made them think long and hard about that. And I think they... Really, especially they didn't Kevin want to Warren, have to do it. They breathed a sigh of relief yeah. that they didn't have to do that. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought that they would have done it anyway, but I agree with you. I mean, it's something that, at least for a while, that they won't have to focus on. Yep. Dave in uh, Lake Station, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Dave? What's up, guys? Love your show. Go Bears. Thank you. Um, as, as cool as it was to see the offense really start to show some explosiveness the last two weeks, more specifically last night, we got to give props to the defense, and we got to think of the younger, more inexperienced guys in the secondary and how solid that they played. I know they're kind of banged up back there, and that could have been a disaster. Um, and I thought that they played an exceptionally good football game to help the Bears get a victory, a much-needed victory. Yes. yes. I agree. I mean, I, I think that half the time you didn't even know who was coming in and who was coming out of the right. game. Or who, who were the people making those plays. Stroman had an interception, a sack, and a forced fumble was part of a forced fumble. It's pretty good for a guy being called into duty. Yeah, absolutely. Very, very impactful. I think we got to give props to those guys. I agree. Can you answer us a question, Dave? I can. What does Brisker do with the, the arm flapping? Do you have any idea what that is? Well, I sorry, I lied to you. I can't answer that. I have no idea okay. what he's doing. Take a guess. So, take a guess. What do you think it is? <laughs> I have. I, I mean, uh, the first thing that that came to mind was the fly eagle fly thing too. But I yeah. was like, I, I don't know what he's. I, I really. But he's a I can't wrap my head around yeah. what he was. What he was trying to do. I, I really am kind of at a loss for words for that man. Did he think he was in Philly? No. I don't know. Maybe I maybe he was he's mocking big, them for losing big, to Philly. I don't know. He's a big finger wagger too. 
Yeah, he yes. he says like, no, no, like a Dikembe type yes, thing. Yes, when things are when they make a good stop or there's a good play, he's really quick with the finger wag. I, again, I give him credit. He, he was a guy that was banged up. He had the bad hamstring. So Briscoe played out at there Penn playing. State, right? Yes. So that's not a. That's obviously not a lion move. No, I was wondering no. where he went to school. If he maybe would played for a bird school, no. didn't play for a bird school. Nope. Hmm. I'm not sure what it was. We need two things answered at Hallis next week. We need answered uh, if the Bears have submitted that video to the NFL about the guy. Trying to take a snapshot of the playbook, mm-hmm. and we need to someone to ask Brisker what the the, the waving is. Okay, we can get that done. Okay, Michael Wilbon's going to join us next. Talk about his hero, uh, Dick Butkus. That's coming up next. Guys, with Connie's frozen pizza, you can experience real pizzeria quality without paying pizzeria prices. Connie's frozen always delivers. Because they're made with only premium ingredients. And whether you're craving their cornmeal-dusted thin crust or their new crispy yet fluffy pizzeria-style crust, Connie's comes with a variety of delicious toppings that everyone loves. So forget delivery. Forget cooking tonight. Just pop in a Connie's and savor their authentic pizzeria flavor right at home. You can find them on your way home today at Jewel, Mariano's, or Meyer. Connie's Frozen Pizza. Born in Chicago, enjoyed everywhere. Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. We expect to talk to Will Vine. Also, I have a hot take time machine. Did he watch the game? He remember he was telling us he wasn't going to watch the game. He I was going if he home. The I game. think he DVR'd it. I think uh, that he I saw mean, that they were winning. He DVR'd it. My goodness, for all the games not to watch. Our guy Little Z, who is done the Bears broadcast forever. He's worked the parabolic mic um, for Joniak and Thayer on the radio broadcast for years and years as an institution in this town. Texted me about the pseudo-controversy regarding the guy taking the picture. Who's got the uh, the badge. Right. Of what looks to be he's taking the picture of Getzy's play sheet. Um, Little Z texted me. And he said, the guy behind Getzy with his cell phone, and it was a commander cell phone, or like a case, um, is a uniform compliance officer, similar to what does, does uh, Jim James, Thornton used Jim, to do that. Jim Thornton used to do that. He may still do it. Over Doesn't, a, didn't Brian Bashnagel do it yes, for the Bears for years? Correct. To make sure that everyone's uniform is following policy. So, yeah. So he says he's a compliance officer, similar to what RoboCop does for the Bears. So I said, okay, then what was he taking a picture of? Because it sure looks like he's taking a picture of Getty's play sheet. And he says, the socks of the players on the field. He was taking pictures the whole game. Getty was standing out of the bench area. Because and I, the compliance officers are not allowed to be in that spot. Right. Like, you can't stand behind right. coaches. So he says Getsy was away from the bench area. He's taking pictures of the people on the field. So it looked like he was taking a picture of Getsy. 
but he was really taking a picture of the guys. Like, for instance, um, Diggs, Stefan Diggs, last week was fined by the NFL, I believe, $7,500. He was not wearing socks. Did you see this? He did not play uh, with NFL socks last week. I've seen guys do that, and they get fined. He got fined $7,500. Yeah. So he didn't wear socks. So like a compliance officer who works for the league would take pictures of that, send it to the league. I guess that w- that's what this guy was doing. And I said, hey, can I mention this? He goes, if you wish, he was next to me most of the game. He had an official NFL credential. So if you were worried about this story, Little Z's a big Bears guy. He works for our broadcasts. He's been covering the Bears for years and years, working the parabolic mics. And if there was anything nefarious going on, he would say any so. Any word on whether or not Luke Getz's play sheet says BU on it at any place? No? You I have not seen that. I have not zoomed in on that. No. Does it have a catchphrase on there? I don't know. I don't know if all offensive coordinators have catchphrases. I'm not sure. What would your catchphrase be on yours? Win or lose, drink the booze. Picture of a beer. Yeah. Beer is for winners. Yeah. It's like beer is for first downs. It says, okay, if everything doesn't go well, win or lose, drink the booze. Six pack for six. Yeah. What? Six pack for six. Oh, you score, you score sex. No, I don't know what you're saying. No, you score like touchdowns. Touchdown equals six. I'm texting uh, Joniak right now. He's texting us. He wanted to know if we... I don't think we have brought this to the attention of people. I remember, I think many people have seen this, though. But so far this year in five games that Justin Fields targeting DJ Moore, he's 27 of 34 for 531 yards, five touchdowns, zero interceptions. And over that stretch, he's got a perfect quarterback rating of 158. Perfect. I did have that. I was saving that for the pregame show, Jeff. He was telling me to save my stuff for the pregame. Nine days from now? I'm joking. And then he sent an expletive. I didn't think Jeff swore. And then I asked him if he was in a better mood today. He said yes, but he has a headache. Well, he, yeah, I mean, they got no well, I was going to say, yeah, because you did, Jeff, because you did a podcast with Thayer at 4.30 in the morning this morning. It's nice to see that uh, Jeff has woken up from his slumber. Yes. <laughs> Thayer, did, did you, Thayer didn't even go to bed. No. Well, you know what? When you take a nap, too, it, it, you wake up. Don't you inevitably, because you sleep too long after a nap, yeah, like during a nap that you, you, you do have a headache? It's a terrible idea. It's like just power through and go to bed early. That's probably the move. Or, 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 or nap for 15 minutes, yes. which is virtually impossible to do. But if you do do it... You do feel refreshed. I can't take naps. It's just the worst. It is the worst feeling in the world not being able to take a nap, even if you're tired. Like, I can lay down and I'll close my eyes, but I'll never fully go to sleep. Uh, Before we get to Wilbon, we have a hot take time machine as well. What is this? What is what? Do you really want caller 40, Tyler? Yeah, I was going to do 40 for the 40 points they put up yesterday. Oh, I, I thought you had, because I always thought this is years no, ago. No, we didn't have one for today. Oh, there is it's no. Just, yeah. oh, there's no hot take time mm-hmm. machine. Oh, I was looking forward to this. I mean, I have one, but it's just not from today. Uh, Grand and Western Liquors brings you hot take time machine. 
Caller 40 wins a gift card to Grand and Western Liquors right there at the corner of... Grand and Western. This is so me. Like, this is the disconnect that happens with me. This doesn't usually happen with you and with Tyler. Right at the heart of the city, and they pass the savings along to you. <laughs> Win or lose, drink the booze and drink it from Grand and Western Liquors. That there should be go. their motto. Uh, absolutely. And when you go to Grand and Western Liquors, you shout, Hey, where's Alex? Waddle and Sylvie sent me. They said, win or lose, drink the booze. Please drink responsibly. Yes. Uh, Caller 40 wins the gift card to Grand and Western Liquors. 312-332-3776. So, yeah, I take time machine is usually when we go back in time and look at a tweet that I sent out a few years ago. You said you had one. I have one here. This is from yesterday. Um, From yesterday? Yeah. A yep. tweet that I sent out yesterday? Uh, yesterday. DJF and more is what all I was basically tweeting out yesterday. Yesterday would have been, what, 13 years ago. Looking forward to the 30 for 30 on the Red Sox comeback. Would love to feel that kind of joy once in my baseball lifetime cheering. Yeah, and they did. Who would have known it was would have turned out to be probably the greatest baseball game ever played? You know, I mean... The Red Sox had probably the greatest comeback ever for coming back in the ALCS from a 3 nothing deficit. And then they won in sweep fashion. Uh, but the Cubs won coming back from a 3-1 deficit in the World Series. And then they played an epic Game 7. Were the Cubs down 3-1? I didn't really. I forgot about that. Yeah. You really did? Listen, I don't remember much. They were down three games to one, That's yes. Right. Yeah. It was 1-1 coming back to Chicago. Yeah. They lost the next two at Wrigley. John Lester saved game five, and he didn't save the game. He started game five. Chapman then came in for the save. It was 3-2. We flew back. They won game six convincingly. 3-3, and then they won that epic game seven. Yeah, they were was down three the, games Was that the flight that we took out? I was sitting yes. uh, behind uh, Gentleman Jim Tomey. You were sitting next to him next across to across the uh, That's right. aisle. I was behind you, too. That's right. He was the nicest human being I think I've he ever really spent is. some time with. He really is one of the greats. So cool. Um, we were talking baseball. Yeah. Uh, so it, wh- which games do we get tonight? Uh, do- no, they all start tomorrow. Really? There's yeah. no baseball? There's no why, why wouldn't they play baseball? Well, because, oh, because, because they were all sweeps. Ah, yeah. oh, damn it. So because they were all, or, you know, they, every team won 2-0. You're just going to have to drink and watch something else. Get yourself ready for some uh, yeah. Connor Bedard start to the season on Tuesday. When does the, is, is that when the regular season yes. starts? Yes, uh, Saturday's the last uh, exhibition game. So good time Patty Boyle is joining us when? Yes, Tuesday. Our plan is Tuesday. Tuesday. I think okay. we're going to try and get him on. What do you mean try? Well, I mean, he's gonna, he it's going to be it's going to be a uh, Bedard Bonanza on Tuesday. I just hope he can, you know, carve out 10 minutes for us. That's all. Now he can fit us in. <laughs> I mean, listen, there's Bedard Ooh, Mania going tables on. tables have turned. Yes. I'm, I'm excited to watch Bedard. Um, all right. It's, it's, it's going to be, an, isn't it, also? I mean, where did I see they were? Oh, they're. they're they're going to be trotted out on national yes. television all over the place. Right. It's uh, Blackhawks at Pittsburgh. Right. So Bedard Crosby for the opener on ESPN+. Plus. Then Didn't they cut a commercial for that, too, where they're probably. talking to one another? And then the very next night, they're in Boston to open TNT's season. So, mm. he's listen, they're gonna, he's going to be oh, on so national television. Oh, we get television. Eddie Olchek. Yeah. How old is he again? Well, we got to get Eddie. Is he 18? Not Eddie. I know Eddie's not 18. Yes, Connor Bedard is Bedard 18. Is 18. He just turned 18. Jesus. He was 17. 
basically either like on draft day or right. He turned 18 right before the draft. Forget what it was. Dirt on the west side. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Dirt? Dirt. Hey, what's, hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks for taking my call. You got Happy it. Happy best Friday. You Thank too. You Victory call. Friday. So I just want to get. I just want to give. I just want to give props to you guys because it's with every, everything I'm thinking, you guys guys cover it. So I just wanted to chime in with the guy with the. Uh, I think the guy with the uh, with the commander's um, phone case, and I was like. What is this guy doing? And I thought I was the only one thinking, but at the end of the day, I forgot it was probably over a million, thousands of people watching the game. But when you guys covered that, I'm like, man, that's why I love this show. And earlier, uh, Cap had covered something about, yeah, Justin, uh, I'm on, on first take, they was like, yeah, Justin Fields' stock is raising up, so now they can trade him. And it's just like, what are you guys talking about? You know what I'm saying? And, um, it's like we can't never just have a, a good something good to go on with our with our with our uh, players. We live in a hot take universe, Dirt. Yeah, hey, that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is, man. And um, and for Brisker, I think Brisker, I think he'd be trying to quiet the crowd down because I never see him do that at home, but I always see him doing that on the road. Maybe I that could is. be wrong. So you think he's trying to say, "Hey, hey quiet down now, quiet yeah, down, quiet, quiet down, <laughs> sit down." Exactly, exactly, oh, exactly. But thanks for taking my call. Oh, you got it, Dirt. There, there's Dirt. That makes sense. Like he's in a very mm-hmm. condescending fashion. He's telling quiet them down, to quiet, quiet down. Quiet down, everyone. Shush, yeah. shush, shush. Um, let's go to Joe in Elmwood Park. Hey, Joe, you're on ESPN 1000. Hey, guys. Thanks for getting my call. You got it. Love, love the show. Um, you guys had mentioned something about uh, whether or not he's arrived. And I feel like he is, but obviously we got to see some consistency. Um, what I saw last night, and actually I tried to call in about a week and a half ago before the last game, and I was on hold for a while. I wanted, I wanted to say, does anybody notice how long he takes to release the ball? But last night was different. He was faster with the release. I saw him checking down, moving his head around. I just I saw a different Justin Fields, and I still haven't watched the taped game from last week because it was during my son's game. So, well, you will, what you will see is you'll see all of that and then some in the first three quarters, and then the final fifteen minutes you saw some mistakes and a, a regression back to some of the the less perfect moments. But for I would say seven out of eight quarters, you've seen a guy that is confident. That is trusting what he is seeing. More decisive. He's not hitching. He's more decisive, and he's letting it fly. And I listen. I think there's a you can connect the dots. There's no question about it. And I think a lot of it has yeah. A lot of it has to do with confidence. Let's uh, cross talk with Black and Tyler Filligan with Abdallah today. It's all brought to you by our great friends and partners at Steinhoffels, and we'll cross talk with the boys coming up next. Hey now, if you're a warehouse manager, you know, you're all right. You know, you're walking into work with a full plate every day. You're moving products in and out, managing a crew and thinking about safety and efficiency in your warehouse. You also know that supply chain disruptions have become the new normal. Tasks like routine maintenance, scheduling and product forecasting can often get shoved to the back burner when work is busy. Voss Equipment knows you're busy, but that's why they're here to lighten your load. Material handling products and services are backlogged everywhere. Having a plan in place for equipment servicing or purchasing is a must right now to avoid costly downtime. Voss Equipment has multiple brand new units in stock as well, featuring electric walkie 
Pallet Trucks. The Walkie Pallet Truck provides operators the confidence to move loads quickly and efficiently in a variety of applications, including loading and unloading trailers and trucks, direct store delivery, horizontal transport, in-store replenishment and stocking, and dock work. They are favored across multiple in- industries like auto manufacturing, beverage industry, chemicals and plastic, food, and logistics. For more info, check them out online at VossEquipment.com. Waddle and Sylvie, from our State Street studio to your hellish commute home, we're there with you making it bearable. Never mind. Back to Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN Chicago. It's Victory Friday. Crosstalk with Black and Tyler, who's in for Abdallah. Brought to you by our great friends and partners at Steinhoffel's. Make it a Steinhoffel's weekend. It's their 89th anniversary, by the way. Check out their newest location in Harwood Heights, not far from O'Hare. I uh, shop at the one in Vernon Hills. Now, Carmen likes the one in Downers Grove. They got a location nearest you. So check it out at steinhoffels.com. Chris, welcome. Tyler's been here all along. Hello, guys. As I joined the party, I'm glad you got to the bottom of the guy who was stealing uh, pictures off yeah. of Getsy's play sheet. I saw that on TV last night. He was spying. I saw this spy. Did you guys get to the bottom, though, of whether or not DJ Moore went out of bounds on the sideline? Because I think he scored a fourth touchdown. I think there have been photo still shots showing that he was out of bounds. I think I saw Hogue tweeted him. I don't yeah. know. Next-gen stats show that the line never crossed over. He just carried on down the sideline and then had to stop because the whistle blew. I'm um, shocked that they didn't re- you know, show any type of re- you know, review or replay. It prompted me to look up how much is Amazon worth? Is the heel down? And it's down? $1.3 trillion. Dollars. Yes. And, you and we can't get a sideline camera. Yeah. That's a good point. I, I that, The whole thing is... Uh, it's a nice broadcast they got there. It's an expensive one. You, you think? Yes. Yeah, it's an I appreciate that. I get my packages day of. That's nice. Yeah. They're, they're really somebody, good at that. Yeah. Like, uh, actually, I think our Amazon delivery guy just lives in my house. <laughs> and he's got a truck outside. And they, they just, like, stock a different truck. And then they put it all in there. And yeah. then I, you wake up every morning. And there's there's 10 packages on the front. Do you, do you know about the, the Amazon subscription, though, thing? Are you guys aware of this? The subscription prices? No, for uh, are they you, going up? Do you guys subscribe to anything on uh, Amazon? Not, I'm not talking about television. So, like a product, for instance. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. So, if you you hit subscribe and save, like yeah. Yeah. if you buy a product, like for instance, toothpaste. Mm-hmm. Let's say you like Colgate toothpaste, and it says subscribe to this, and you'll save five percent, and then you buy it for three ninety nine sure. for sure. the tube. I always thought that when you hit subscribe and save, you lock in the price. That I lock it in for three ninety nine, and going forward, it's three ninety nine. My wife informed me that no, that it always goes up to whatever the price is at the time. So even though I'm subscribed, nope. if the going price is four sixty nine, 
I I am being I charged for sixty nine. Why are you subscribing to it then? If you don't, right, that's well, what yeah. I want to know. Because yeah. like he thought a, he was saving. Yeah, it's like a set it and forget it kind of thing. Yeah, like it's right. just you know you use you go through a tube of toothpaste every X number of months, and then they so send gonna, you right. Yeah. So I'm like, why am I subscribing to it? I thought the reason I'm subscribing is to save money off of. How this. many tubes of toothpaste do you have? Like in the closets, like twenty of them. <laughs> there we have probably I probably have five. <laughs> yeah. I have five. Well, in you the, guys Expecting like nuclear winter or That's something? Awesome. No, but I'd That's like to. Awesome. Ha- I'd like to know that I'm stocked fully. How many? How long will five tubes of toothpaste last you? Uh, six weeks. I'm probably good every two weeks with a tube of toothpaste. So what is that then? Ten weeks? Yeah, I can see that. That makes sense. That's good boy math. I'm with that. Good what? Boy math. Boy math. Yeah. Boy math. What's it's boy math? T- uh, there's girl math. There's boy math. Yeah, boy what does math. that mean? Pull the guys in. What, I, like, I like a little more math is math. paste on my uh, toothbrush <laughs> than most. No, I don't, no, it's not. Not, not these really? days. Wow. No. I'm trying to think of a good example. What's girl math? Give me an example of girl math. Girl uh, math would be... I'll give you girl math. Okay, let me answer my own question. See, you know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'll give you girl math. Girl math is this. Girl math is this. My wife's got this brand new something that's sitting on the counter and my yep. wife, I go, well, how much was that? She yeah. goes, that was 200 bucks. And then I get the bill, it's 294 Yeah. It's yeah. not that's 200 it's yes. 300 Yeah, so another... Is uh, that an example yes. of girl math? Another mm-hmm. example of girl math would be, uh, say they go shopping somewhere, and they buy a lot of stuff. Yeah. And then, like, a few days or weeks in the future, they go and return a bunch of stuff. They claim that that's free money coming back. Oh, oh no. Free yeah. money. The yeah. money that right. is being returned. Because you've already paid off the credit card right, bill. Right. Yeah. So it's free money coming back. That yeah. apparent, that's girl math. It's a big trend on uh, TikTok. So. You did not know that. Yeah. So, yes, you, you would be very familiar yeah. with the, oh, yeah. the girl math. Yeah. Also, you have so, a PhD in girl math. I do. <laughs> you, yeah, and it's not, you know what? Expert it's not level. useful. It's not useful. I want to ask you guys this uh, about the broadcast last night, Amazon Prime, uh, Herbie. So the thing about Herb Street, have you guys ever been somewhere watching a game and there's a guy who's like your girlfriend's friend's boyfriend who like doesn't really know anything about sports but wants to talk to you about sports? Is that Herbie in the NFL? Poor Herbie on these NFL games. The poor guy is just so in over his head with history the the why guys have been places for did you guys see him get tripped up on why Kirk Cousins was on the list of consecutive starts or starts with touchdowns on the on the Washington no, list I didn't. he was so tripped up on the well, he's in he's in Minnesota now oh yeah thank you Herb Street yes Kirk Cousins is in Minnesota now years? yes and he originally was drafted by Washington and they didn't want to sign him long term so he left via free agency Herbie that's why he's with the Vikings he's never really won a game that's meaningful but he has nice stats that's Kirk Cousins he is just so in over his head. Nice college football guy. You know who he is? He is Kirk Herbstreit. It's Shaquille O'Neal um, on an NBA floor. Uh, so he, when, when the clock is going and the play is going on, he's Shaquille O'Neal in college. Like, that is him in the college game. When he's on the free throw line and the clock Ooh. is stopped, yeah. that's Kirk Herbstreit doing an NFL game. Yeah. Yeah. Shooting a yeah, free throw. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and like, it, it's also kind of fun to watch. Like, I'm not hating. I'm just saying it's entertaining mm-hmm. to listen to him because he also gets really excited when he points out someone that he remembers from his college program. Well, I was going right, to say, right, like, right, good, right. Thing, the good thing Justin Fields was in the game right. because. Well, did you know he played baseball at some point? 
For some reason, I don't know, this is a talking point in Herb Street's mind that, yeah. that Fields is an ex-baseball player. Mm-hmm. Okay, you read that when you prepped. You read that yeah. for Ohio State prep, what, three game. years ago? Yeah. Four years ago? I mean, come Sounds on now. Sounds like it was, uh, it was a good thing that I was at Hooters hanging out with people instead of listening <laughs> to the uh, audio of the game. It's kind of funny because you're like, I've been in that spot where the guy who really knows nothing about sports... 10 million a week doesn't get you what it used to. He's he's flying too much. Too much up there in the altitude. That's what it is. It's just too much work. (laughs) I mean, the the NBA is trying to limit travel. Meanwhile, Herb Street is is eating all the emissions with his his Gulfstream from side to side. By the way, did you hear like Al, Al Michaels told us what his... Like his schedule is. Yeah, I heard, yes. yes. He's going to be on that list. You know, at yeah, the end of the year, like, the Le- list comes out of the people who use the most yes. private jet miles. Leonardo DiCaprio. He's going to be on the Herb list. Street. Herb Street's number two. I want to Le- be on Leo's that list. out there saying, save the planet. Meanwhile, he's flying all over the world in a private jet. Come on now. I want to fly around in a private jet. <laughs> you want to be on that if list. We, if we had list. a private jet, <laughs> you could go anywhere right now. Where, where would you go? Uh, I'd probably go to Italy. Right, right this second. Yeah, just today, just Italy t- yeah. today. Oh, you asked me. In a, well, you, you gotta know, be back. You gotta be back like midday tomorrow. Cabo. Oh no, I'm not going to Italy oh, for then a day. Vegas. Yeah, Isn't this, the answer always Vegas? Vegas? This is an impromptu. We just have the night. We're gonna go get oh, dinner somewhere. Where are we going? I think you're going to Vegas. I'll go to Vegas. I don't think I'm going to Vegas. Go no. to you're going to Cincinnati because you got to go see your high school yeah, coach that's right. tomorrow. I got, I got a football game I got to go to tomorrow. Yeah, well, so instead of driving, I'd fly to the greater Cincinnati airport, which is in Covington, Kentucky. Waddle's the only guy with a private jet that's going to get the Skyline Chili. No, I'm not. I don't eat that. <laughs> going I, to, like, I never ate that when I was in New York. Yeah, so we're in Boston. Like, I, may go go to, I may go to New York to visit my daughter. How about that? Yeah, that's oh, see, that's pretty sweet. cool. Yeah, uh, uh, yes, that's what I would do. Family. I first. don't know if you guys know this, but Sam Howell threw a pass to a player he played with in college. Herbie was very proud that he pointed that out, and a player in college also dropped it. <laughs> I'm just saying it's fun when you watch the Thursday night games. He is so overmatched. You know what's fun? Finally watching our football team win a game for what the first win, time in sir. almost 365 days. How about that? You know, it's fun watching the red zone without having to worry about our football team for a weekend. Scouting the league. That is fun. Yeah. Scouting the league. Yes, I'm scouting the league for us this weekend. Full scouting report coming up on Monday. <laughs> can you scout while you're intoxicated? Yes. Yeah, oh, really? of course. Okay. Yeah. When the of course best scouting you know what you're seeing? Some of the great scouts have. Some would say there's been some scouting going around up uh, north when people were hammered. Huh? You've seen some of the decisions that have been made? Oh, I thought you were breaking news. No. Yeah, I don't it's break like, news, Chris. It's like, okay. All right. Not not my thing. What a way to go out on a Friday. It's not my thing. I don't breaking news. Victory Friday stuff? Oh, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. did Justin Fields turn the corner? It's yes. something we started talking about last week, into this week, heading into the Washington game. But last night was impressive. Yep. I think that was his most impressive game he's played in I Bears think it uniform. was, too, because they had zero turnovers, yep. and they found a way to win a game. They closed it out. That's that's real progress. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, thank you uh, today to Rick Sutcliffe, who called in with a great Tom story. Thayer. Tom Thayer. And Matt Eberflus. How about right. that? Not his cell phone, though. Needs an upgrade right there. <laughs> The iPhone 15. <laughs> Thanks to uh, Tyler Aki and Jeff Meller. For Waddle, I'm Sylvie. See ESPN 1000. Where Have yourself at? a great weekend.